Hi, and welcome to Your Own Podcast. I'm Dr. Melanie Barham, uh, Animal Health Network Coordinator for the, uh, for the Ontario Animal Health Network, and I'm joined today by Dr. Paula Menzies, Professor of Small Ruminant Health Management in the Department of Population Medicine at the Ontario Veterinary College in Guelph. Welcome, Paula. Thanks very much. So we're going to be talking today about lameness, uh, which is a hot or continuing topic in the world of small ruminants. So, Paula, why did the network choose to talk about this, ne- this topic? I think it's because lameness is, is uh, in both sheep and goats is, is fairly common problem, uh, and it is a major welfare concern for the industry. Okay. Can you give us a brief uh, review of the major reasons for small ruminant lameness? Well, we can sort of divide it into young animals and then older animals. So in, in very young animals, particularly those that are um, coming up to market age, we sometimes see joint ill. Uh, which is where the um, joints uh, become infected. We aren't always 100% sure of the reasons for that. It may be uh, colostrum management. It may be the environment. They're picking up the bacteria from the environment, perhaps through their navels. Um, But, of course, uh, the cure rate on this is extremely low, so that is a concern. Mm -hmm. We want to prevent this disease. On the um, older animal side, we do see um, foot lameness quite a bit. And there are uh, several foot diseases. We talk about foot scald, which is associated with um, being in a wet or dirty environment. Foot rot, which is actually a, a caused by a bacteria, which is contagious from sheep to sheep. Um, and then we also see d- different foot abscesses and so on. And then we have in, in goats, particularly dairy goats, we have a, a chronic viral infection called caprine arthritis encephalitis, which as the animal gets to be three to five years of age, their joints be, develop arthritis. And again, it's progressive and incurable. Um, because it's caused by a virus, we, we focus on trying to control or eradicate this virus infection. But it is uh, a big concern to the, to the goat industry. Okay, thanks, Paula. Um, so what is new in the area of, of treating foot lameness if we're focusing in on that? Well, yes, and with foot lameness, I think the traditional um, approach has been to um, foot trim and possibly uh, treat animals by soaking their feet. We understand a lot more about how these foot lamenesses occur, and we do know now from, from uh, so a, a very good research that was done uh, in the U.K., that foot trimming, if it's done for therapeutic reasons, can actually make the foot lameness worse, That particularly Mm -hmm. if you trim down to blood. So what we encourage people to do instead of trimming um, when the animals are lame, that they uh, use the the, uh, foot rot shears to um, view the foot, try to get a diagnosis, but not trim until the animal is starting to heal. Okay. Now, there is foot trimming associated with just with animals that are um, housed on a bedding pack, and sometimes their toes grow too long. They're, otherwise, their foot is healthy. Foot trimming in that case is, is definitely advised. And this is, a, again, going back to the dairy goats, um, their feet tend to go, grow quite quickly, so we encourage routine trimming so that the animals can stand properly on their feet, and that prevents other foot diseases from occurring. Sure, all kinds of changes of angles. And, yep, yeah. just like horses. Yeah, I know. I find it. I find it amazing that I'm here talking about lameness <laughs> with small ruminant lameness. <laughs> so going back to uh, what is new um, with respect to foot rot, I think um, we know that that antibiotics will um, help to cure a case of foot rot, 
and uh, and and so there's two approaches to controlling foot rot, which is um, and I'll, I'll talk a bit later about what the disease agent is. But we can either treat with systemic antibiotics, like an injectable antibiotic preparation, or we can foot bathe, and that means standing the sheep um, in a in a foot bath of 10% zinc sulfate, and you have to stand them at least 20 minutes, maybe half an hour. Obviously, during the winter, this is extremely difficult for a lot of producers to manage. Yeah. Uh, and in some cases, even year-round, they just don't have the facilities to be able to properly do this. You can't just walk them through the foot bath and have it work. They actually have to stand and allow the solution to soak in. So some, in some cases, they have shown that treatment with an, uh, an antibiotic is just as effective as foot bathing. So that's um, good news for producers that are having trouble managing mm -hmm. foot rot. Okay. Um, so what do you wish that every producer knew about this, about this topic of small ruminant lameness that specific to feet? Well, understanding, <clears throat> I, I guess, getting a proper diagnosis on what is causing the lameness never... Um, not investigating a, lame, a cause of lameness because, as I said, it is a welfare concern. Um, animals that are lame are obviously in a lot of um, pain, and we can probably effectively treat almost all cases if it's done in a timely manner and done correctly. So um, with respect to foot scald, as I said before, it's caused by wet and dirty conditions. So if you tip the sheep up and take a look at the feet, inspect them closely, uh, sometimes you can't easily tell the difference between foot scald and what we call foot rot. Uh, so we tend to treat them similarly. One is we want to make sure that the sheep are not housed in wet or dirty conditions. Two is that um, the animal is treated promptly. And three is to try and prevent transmission of the bacteria that causes foot rot. And this bacteria, it's got a long name, Dicylobacter nodosus, it can only live off the sheep's foot for about a week and only under perfect weather conditions. So it has to be above 10 degrees centigrade and there has to be moisture. So it can't live off the sheep's foot when it's cold or when it's very hot and dry. Okay. And so understanding that is we can then understand how to stop it from spreading from sheep to sheep. The other thing when, you're, when the owner is inspecting the feet is to look for evidence of deformities in the in the way that the hoof wall grows down. And if the foot is severely deformed, then that animal may be chronically infected and won't respond to treatment, but it can be a source of reinfection for the other sheep. So how would you, how do you approach um, complex cases of small ruminant lameness and foot rot? What what do you, how what's your approach when you go to the farm? You mentioned kind of tipping the sheep up and getting yeah. it look around and kind of taking a survey of, of things, but so yes, trying to determine what the cause is for, for sure. So with, with foot scald, it is the area between the toes that is mm -hmm. most commonly affected and it's kind of wet and smelly and not nice and clean and dry. Um, foot rot, the bacteria actually produces an enzyme which, which um, causes the sole to be damaged mm -hmm. and we call that underrunning of the sole. And so seeing evidence that the sole kind of peels back is, is suggestive that foot rot is present. So then, again, we treat the individual, and foot bathing or antibiotics both work. Although, maybe I should say that straight penicillin is not effective. Okay. Um, so you have to work with your, your veterinarian to get a proper um, prescription for the right drug. 
because straight penicillin does, isn't effective against this particular bacteria, this dichylobacter bacteria. Monitoring for um, animals that don't respond. Uh, so in a week, if they're not uh, improving, then they should be inspected again. Okay, great. Um, any diagnostics that you should do or just basically working with your um, veterinarian, the veterinarian? Usually we don't bother uh, doing cultures. Uh, it's, it's a very special culture mechanism because these bacteria don't, you know, require special media to mm -hmm. grow. Uh, so we usually do it based on clinical inspection of the feet. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay, very good. Um, so Paula, can you tell me a bit more about um, the welfare aspects of this, of this issue? Well, we certainly know that animals that are chronically lame, that is, that's extremely painful to them, as I mentioned before. It can also cause early culling, and, that, and so lameness can affect animals leaving the flock or herd earlier than they should. This is particularly true with CAE. But I wanted to say something about um, uh, sending animals out of the um, herd or flock to slaughter, that... If you have an animal that's lame on one foot and still able to keep up, we strongly recommend that it be sent direct to slaughter and not through a sales barn where these animals can experience mixing and changes and be uh, through even more than one sales barn over a period of time. It's extremely hard on the animal. If the animal is so lame that it has difficulty keeping up, then it should be euthanized on farm. And I know that OMAFRA is working with the Ontario Sheep Marketing Agency to try and improve um, methods for uh, humane um, euthanasia on farm. These animals shouldn't be put through any more pain if they can't be properly treated because the foot disease is too far advanced for proper treatment, then they should be humanely euthanized. Okay, thanks very much, Paula. Um, and are there any emerging areas of concern that practitioners in Ontario should keep in mind as they head out on farms? Um, that foot rot and, and other lameness conditions are common. Um, as I mentioned before, we do see outbreaks of joint ill in very young animals. And as I said, it's difficult to know exactly why they're happening, but you should investigate colostrum management and general stocking density and hygiene. Um, and then with CAE, to have your um, goat producers on a CAE control program or eradication program that can eliminate that virus. Okay. Great. Thanks very much, Paula. Anything okay. else you wanted to add before we conclude? No, nope, I'm good, thanks. Okay, thank you very much.